Hey, we are talking about just this journey and the craziness of all of it and how taxing it is, right? And we covered that. Um, but just like how it's not likely to go away um, once you let yourself see it. And it probably gets even worse once you let yourself be it. So just talking through that today. Let's go. Welcome to season three. Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful point in my life. And we're just starting into season three and I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur, creative vibes that are going out into this world. And the more that I get to experience that, the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world however that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Hey! Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams. Yeah, you and me, everyone. It is a exhausting, exhilarating, inspiring, death-defying journey every day. Um, there is no exact path and that is what is very, very hard. And the best thing we can do is just trust our gut. And trusting our gut is not something that society has encouraged, embraced, suggested. I would definitely say that most of our societal norms hold us in doing the exact opposite, just trusting other people, listening to other people, letting them be the guide. And so teaching yourself how to get back in tune with that body, mind, soul is super complicated, but very, very necessary. <clears throat> and 
that's some of the work that we do here. It is not a flawless journey and pursuit. Dreams are like messy and big and your life work inevitably. And so it's hard. And we have to keep reminding ourselves of how amazing we are with the hopes that it will help us make it through the lows that are a normal part of this process. I try not to hide my lows, even though I'm sure everybody's just like, sheesh, wah, 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 after a while. But that's just the reality. Like you have such a long span of work ahead of you with no guarantee one way or the other that it's just hard. And there are low days, even if your entire function and process and goals are set around self-development, it doesn't make a difference. You're still going to be sitting in the work. And the reality of the work is that it is a risk every single day. So my great thing is getting caught back up on episodes. I missed one episode probably at the beginning of June. And I also wanted to do two episodes on my children's birthdays. And so somewhere in there very rhythmically, it actually all made sense that we would add one episode. And it it was all supposed to work out perfectly. And then it didn't, which left us behind, which left me not in my normal pattern of five episodes per week, which makes us doing right like one, two, three, four, five next week. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten next week. One, two, three, four, five. And so Apparently, I just lost track of how to count and figure all numbers and started producing episodes in the 500s instead of the 700s, and we got lost very quickly, and I apologize for that. It was all from that one episode that I was just like, you know what? Maybe we don't wake up and record today. And then I was like, no, we need to make it up. And then I just said, it's okay. We'll find it somewhere. And then obviously we ended up finding it somewhere and that helped us catch up. But jeesh, Louise, like jeesh, is that how you say that? Whatever. Uh, (laughs) We got behind fast. I got lost in the numbers just because of how process driven all of this is and any interruption in what that process is kind of means going back to the drawing board, definitely means going back and like figuring out things that we already know. But when we mess with that rhythm, it's hard to get back into the swing of things. We lose numbers quickly and we end up like having to correct it all eventually (laughs) if we catch it at all. So I am very grateful that I have been aware of this, have been reviewing episodes and saw the mistake quite quickly, but least we not forget. It is just me producing all of this content, all of the writing, the books, the, I didn't do the editing, but like, it's me. I often say we, cause I feel like I am sort of the champion for all of us in going after our dreams. Maybe I'm just a couple steps ahead. Um, 
And so I feel responsible for the group at large, which is, I think, why I use we. But at the end of the day, it's just me, my computer, my microphone, my thoughts and knowledge. And that means sometimes it's a mess. Most of the times it's a mess. Most of the times it's unedited almost every time, very reliant on editors, which are not great. I mean, they're better, but it doesn't catch everything and always reliant on my mind, which spins and reads forward because I already know what I was trying to say and just misses how to write things in the right way most days. So I appreciate that you all bear with me. I appreciate that you see that, wow, we just went from episode 700 to 500 and I don't understand that leap, but okay, you listen anyways. And (laughs) it's beautiful and amazing. And I'm, I'm deeply appreciative that I get to keep coming back and doing this. And I know that it's hard work every day coming back and researching and learning and applying things and bringing them back and having conversations about those. And I don't know what the impact is, but I know the impact that it's had on me. And so I just keep like coming back and trying to take what I learn and apply it according to who I am and my background. Just knowing that like not all these things instantly apply, right? So many of the things that I learn, it's like, whoa, before I could even learn that, I would have to have undone this thing that I know to be truer than that. And, or, yeah, that could be a great approach for someone like you, but I I would have to do this in order to get there. And so I try to like have those conversations, tell those stories of my own learnings of the applications of those things in hopes that somewhere in there you'll see yourself and go, oh, well, I could do that. That doesn't seem that crazy. I could try to live my dreams. I could see what that feels like. I could try it on for a little while and go do something. I could do that. And I at least, I think at the end of all of this, just even if people don't do, right? Even if they just say what they want, And then be able to confidently say that they didn't have what they needed to have to go do that. Even though I truly believe that anything you've been given, if you can even put words to a vision, you can see like you're capable of producing it and it is in line with what you're supposed to bring into this life. But even if you never get there and you never get to the place where you believe enough, I think just Knowing that you had dreams at all is very important. And I I would be 
proud just to know that people dreamt, right? To know that they had goals and things that they were going after. Because that's what we need in life. Where are we going? How are we getting there? What do we want to do? Why and when do we want to do it by? Go. And maybe none of us get there. And that's sort of the funny thing. And maybe we all find out that this type of life is not possible. That's, that's the reality. Maybe it isn't. But what if there's a glimmering hope that maybe it is? Right? What if we could start to see the light at the end? And what if we could just keep following that hope, make our own light on our way? I don't know. It's still dark and low and has extreme highs and extreme lows. And it's hard. It's definitely a lot more even than when we started, but that doesn't mean it isn't still complicated, hard, low, sad, sucky, all, all of the above, I suppose. Um, but I am very grateful. My great thing is just catching up on the episodes. <laughs> So that we could stay in this consistent process of content development. Um, that That is a great thing. Uh, so, I know we've, we've been on a long journey, right? And I guess my goal, even though it's shifted from where we started in the beginning, has just always been to be real about what this is. Um, about what chasing your dreams are. And I know there's no one saying like, live all of this out loud. So someday someone can be helped and maybe they never will be, or maybe you'll be like Picasso. And is it Picasso? No, he's alive still. Um, maybe you'll be one of those artists who'd never get found until they pass away. And then all of a sudden right? They like don't even have an heir to give all of the fortune to. They just have to donate it to some art museum because everybody has passed on and there's, there's no one to attribute everything that they did to change the world. And yet they go on changing it. And like, I guess that's the point that I wanted to make at the beginning of this week, it's like, you don't ever know, right? You want to go sing. And so then you just start singing and you sing in local bars and you sing and, and you have a goal of singing on huge stages and performing for massive crowds. But in order to get there, you have to just start singing. And then you have to be willing to sing at small places and you have to be willing to just put your heart on a sleeve on your sleeve never knowing if that's going to work out never knowing if it's going to lead to anything if this will ever produce any light at all never knowing 
And yet we still feel called to go after our dreams, to, to, to make it happen, to keep going until it happens. And I can't stress enough how important it is for there to be people like that who can be brought to a place where they allow themselves to dream bigger, right? Because maybe from right where you're sitting right now, it all seems impossible. But if we could bring ourselves closer to where we wanted to go, to realities that we wanted to create around ourselves, what would happen? Where might we end up if we never stop moving in the pursuit, agreeing that maybe it needs to start that small in order to get that big and just being willing to show up for the pure sake and love of what it is that you're doing? Because as much as I try to get myself to give all of this up and to just cut my losses, I can't really see a different world anymore. Like, I could say, okay, we're going to just start applying to jobs. It's, it's time. You've tried. It's time to just throw in the towel. But as much as I try to imagine that, I don't know. I think I could go and I think I could be happy, but I would still wonder what would have happened if I just kept going. How do you know that you're not right on the brink? You don't. And so eventually I think you just break through because there's nothing left to do but find the light. You've tried everything. You've failed at everything. You've given everything that you have. And somewhere in there, it all happens. And I know you won't know until you go. A, you won't know if you even like it. But B, you won't know if you want to continue when it gets tough when you have given everything you have and you don't feel like you have enough to give anymore which is I feel like always something that we come to especially at the renewal of a new season <laughs> because it's just kind of like shouldn't we have gotten to where to that vision yet when is enough enough? Right? When do you just throw in and call it all crazy? And I think that becomes a much harder question when you actually let yourself fully dive in and then understand that you haven't even fully tapped yet. You're capable of so much more. And just even giving yourself a little breath of life towards those things that you want, those goals that you have, it's hard to look at the world from a different vantage point after that. Period. 
you almost can't. And like as easy as it would be to just stop and say that I have failed because it's all really tough and right. We know that it probably shouldn't take this long to build anything, but we know that the more that we sort of sit in the struggle, the stronger we become. Therefore, the more capable we become of carrying more weight, which means there will be more placed on our shoulders than less. You aren't being beaten down because you're not capable. You're being beaten down because you are insanely capable. And I help talk like two parents about college athletics and the reality that it's mostly a body and mentality game, right? Like coaches are looking for kids who fit the mold of what they need and then kids who can take that feedback and are willing to show back up even after they've been beaten down. Because the reality is once you leave the high school world, right, everyone's as good as you, if not better. And so if you aren't mentally strong enough to keep showing up, even though, right, you you're losing, you suck. If you don't have that fight and that drive to show back up to figure it out, that shows up real plain and real easy in college athletics. Like you see it almost immediately because you are pushed and you are worked. And so dreams are no different, right? You're looking for the people who are willing to sustain those blows and come back stronger and keep showing up and fighting for something they believe in. And right, like all the vibrational work, all of that is just like a correction of energy. But in order to even correct the energy, you would have had to have taken some blows, found your strength to stand in your truth, even as people come at you with lower vibrations, even as people come at you with disbelief, you'd have to stand tall and true in your knowing. It would have to become a part of your core that could not be shaken. And athletic teams have to do that in order to do anything big, right? They have to sort of unite in this bigger group of people who believe in this bigger value, mission, whatever, right? This bigger goal. And when you're standing on your own doing that, you have to just believe in the vision or the dream that only you can see. And stand in that regardless of the questions, regardless of the poking and prodding and disbelief and rumors and 
people laughing and side eyes and rolled eyes and text messages <laughs> and people thinking that you've lost your entire mind. You even sometimes thinking that you've lost your entire mind, but it's like, I can't stress enough that that is the reality of this work. It is lower than the common human being is used to operating at for longer periods of time than most people can sustain. And so that mental work, the sort of work before the actual work, is to me what's most important. Because now that I'm in the actual work of building a business, of building my dreams, bringing them to life, I realize that even with all the focus that I have put in that, there are days where I'm still not strong enough. Right? And it's just, it's low. And I, I, I know that there are groups and there are different things but like a group to sustain the lows of what chasing your dreams are, hmm, probably very necessary. And like, it's wonderful to celebrate wins, but the reality is wins are likely few and far between. As you're faced with the darkness that is choosing to chase your dreams, right? And that's not limited to, oh, I'm sad because I'm not winning. It's like, it's everything and it's coming at you from all sides all the time. It's people not believing in you. It's you not believing in yourself. It's you getting into too low of vibration in order to bring anything to life. It's you trying to fit. It's you trying to stand out. It's you trying to make things happen. It's just you. And that gets lonely too. It's trying to show up in any way possible, trying to show up only in specific ways, trying to try a lot of things on to see if they fit, coming back, realizing it didn't, having to kind of put your tail in between your legs and go back to the audience and say that it isn't working or that you're going to go do this separately and you don't have to live all of this out loud so you don't actually have to tell anyone, but at some point you're going to have to tell people in order to gain any sort of knowledge and understanding that this is what you're doing and this is where you're going and if they want to buy in and support it then they can and you need that buy-in and support and when you are not receiving that it gets even lower and lonelier and you think that you can outlast that you think that all this positive motivation and the planners and the whatever is going to be enough and there are going to be some days where it just isn't and no one can talk you out of it except for yourself and Every single day that I think about all of this work, I think that I am thankful that I took the route that I did, regardless of what the output would be. Because at the end of the day, the book that I wrote on season one, the experience that I went through in season one, made me a better human than I was when I started period. And 
even if all of this was undone and I never got where I thought that I was supposed to go, I would have gone where I was supposed to. I needed to be a better person. I needed to look at things from a different point of view. I needed to do this work in order to get there. And I remember reading through the book and just being like, wow, I really did do that. I really did change. And regardless of anyone's opinion for what the worth is in any of it, I am better because of it. And that's worth right there. And if people can take this body of work and somehow apply, learn, and understand life a little bit better than they did before, then bonus level. And I don't... I don't pretend to know everything because I'm very much in the thick of this journey with everyone that's listening who's even thinking about going after this. But I, I do, I do try to bring you the truth in what I'm experiencing every day. And so, yes, most days that's more sparkly and optimistic and wonderful and like bright shining stars up, <laughs> head up in the clouds type of environment but like I can't tell you how important that focus is to survive the lows that are a given you can't act as if they're not going to be there and I wanted to for a very long time and I remember one of the first episodes that I did which was like very fail-centric and like just admitting all of the things that I have messed up and I'm sure that all 760 some episodes could probably be filled with that and I still feel like those are some of the more important conversations that we have because it's not easy. I want to provide you proof that it isn't. Not so you don't do it. Just so that you live through it. It is low. It is messy. It does suck most days. And here's what I would do differently. And here's how I want to change this for other people because it shouldn't have to right and it's not all a game of lows it's also a game of highs but having done that work early helped me to survive the pain late and i don't know how long this pain point is going to last. I don't know how long any of the lows continue on, but I know that I am capable and I know that all of us are. That whatever 
we see as possible is. And I know that that takes a lot of work to actually believe and apply that, but it it's very true. It's true for anyone who wants to take part in that. And that doesn't mean that it's not going to wear on you over time. And that doesn't mean that you're never going to question it. Because you will. And hopefully you still find reasons to keep going after it. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on (laughs) all of our socials. I post every day, uh, post with some inspirational I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at The Death of a Dream, also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, But you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day. Thank you.